Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, it's Ed again. Let's go to episode 317, titled, Two More Letters to the Corinthians. You can find these events in Acts 19, Acts 20, and 2 Corinthians 1-13. through When everything in Ephesus calmed down, Paul gathered the believers together. He wanted to encourage them before he said goodbye. He knew it was time for him to move on. His plan was to visit the churches in Macedonia and Achaia before returning to Jerusalem. Eventually, Paul hoped to go to Rome to encourage the believers there. While he was traveling, Paul heard that the church in Corinth was still struggling. False teachers were now claiming that Paul was not qualified to be an apostle. These impostors were undermining everything Paul had taught. So he wrote a stern letter to confront this issue and defend his authority as an apostle. Titus left at once to deliver it. And although we did not have a copy of that, quote, lost letter, unquote, Paul referred to it twice in the next letter he wrote, which we call 2 Corinthians. Paul stopped in Troas and waited anxiously for Titus to return with news from Corinth. But the trip took longer than expected, so Paul left for Macedonia, hoping to meet up with Titus in Philippi or Thessalonica. When they finally got together, Titus had great news. Most of the believers in Corinth were genuinely sorry that they had listened to the false teachers. After reading the letter from Paul and hearing what Titus had to say, they repented and devoted themselves once again to the things Paul had taught. Paul was overwhelmed with joy when he heard this, so he wrote 2 Corinthians from Macedonia to express his thanks for the way the believers had responded. In it, he asked the Corinthians to treat the ones who had misled them with forgiveness and love. Paul explained that the joy of the gospel message was reconciliation. Christ died so that everyone could be made right with God. Their role as believers was to share this message of forgiveness and righteousness with others and to demonstrate it in their own lives. Then Paul encouraged the church members to be generous and to continue collecting money for the Christians in Judea who are still suffering severely from the famine. Paul explained that when the Christians shared what they have with others, it was like planting seeds. The more they planted, the more they would harvest. God loves it when people give cheerfully, Paul wrote, and he blesses them abundantly. Because there were still members of the Corinthian church who questioned Paul's authority, he then spent the rest of his letter defending his role as an apostle. Paul wrote in great length about his ancestry and his credentials as a Jewish leader. Then Paul chronicled many of the hardships he had endured as he shared the gospel message all over the world. These included imprisonments, floggings, stoning, shipwrecks, and many other terrible ordeals. Yet God always rescued Paul so that he could continue the work he'd been assigned. Paul then explained that God had also given him the power to perform miraculous signs and wonders. He even made a starting revelation that 14 years earlier, God had taken him to heaven and then brought him back. Even though some church members continued to question his authority, Paul certainly fulfilled the role of an apostle. And before he closed the letter with a prayer for them, Paul shared that he planned to visit the Corinthian believers again, very soon. Think about it. In this letter, Paul made it clear to the Christians in Corinth 
that they were to be generous, both in their willingness to forgive and their willingness to give. He explained that both giving and forgiving are to be based on what God has done for us. Now here's the question. Do you forgive others generously the way God has forgiven you? And do you give to others lavishly the way God has given to you? In Luke 6:37, Jesus said this, Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now go, and forgive, and give generously today.